Hey everybody, Doug Krause, host of the Mortgage Minute. Welcome back. Today, I wanna to talk to you a little bit about interest rates. So the big elephant in the room is where are they headed from here? You know, that's a great question. As a consumer, your guess is 50-50. And as an expert in the industry, I think at best the super accurate weatherman, 60% accurate. Rates have moved substantially since the first of the year, obviously affecting affordability. You're looking at a point and a half to point and three quarter rate hike since January. And you know, a lot of the doom and gloom people think rates are just going to continue to go up. We're looking at seven, eight percent this time next year. I don't think that's going to be the case myself. I think with the first time home buyers, if you price them to the point that they can't afford a house payment on the first time buyer, then the move up buyers won't have somebody to sell to. So I think the Fed's got to be very careful, tightrope walk here to make sure, keep inflation in check. But at the same time, we have to be aware of the fact that people's incomes just aren't keeping up with you know, inflation that we already have. And if you price them out of the housing market, everything depends on the housing market. So my opinion is, I think between now and the end of the year, I really don't see rates moving more than another half to three quarters of a percent. And I actually could even see them coming back down a little bit. Not saying that's a reason to consider an arm, but I do think that you're talking about a big loan, you close and then rates go down even three-eighths of a percent on, for instance, a million-dollar loan, it's going to be worth refinancing. So again, there's no right answer for everybody because there's so many different circumstances that dictate who should take an arm and who should take a fixed rate. But one of the reasons to consider an arm is if you foresee yourself refinancing. Do I think it's a great chance of rates coming down? No, I don't. But I don't think it's a great chance of rates ending this year in the mid sixes either. But only time will tell. For me, I think one of the reasons that I think that you have to stop and look at historical rates and see what's happened in the past, and I hope the Fed does this, and I'm sure they are. There's a lot smarter people than me that operate the Fed, but Rates, if they go to a point that first-time buyers are right now struggling, one, to even find a house, but two, when they do find a house, the affordability is just a lot different for an attending physician buying a $700,000, $800,000 house. Yeah, it stinks when rates go up from three and a quarter to four and three quarters, but you could still buy that house. That's not necessarily true of a first-time buyer. They might have been already at the very limit and now they don't have any option if the interest rates just push them completely out of affordability for it's not like they can go just go buy a $30,000 less expensive house and then still have the same payment because those don't exist. The builders stopped building new construction, lower end homes. They focus on for many reasons, but they focus on something in the what I normally would have considered a move up home is really the only thing builders are building is that and above custom homes, especially. And the reason for that's just the expense of the infrastructure to put in streets and sewers. And, you know, at that point, it's just not worth it to build a $250,000 house for them to make $20,000 on. 
then the realtors are making as much or more than they are. I think the Fed's probably looking at a couple more rate hikes, but something that confuses a lot of people is when the Fed's adjusting rates, that doesn't necessarily equate to a dollar for dollar adjustment in mortgage rates. When the Fed's adjusting rates, that's prime and you're gonna see movement in car loan rates and credit card rates, even home equity loans, but mortgages, not necessarily. And usually whenever you see the Fed move, rates that you're gonna get from a lender like me are already priced in. Usually they've been factored in a week, two weeks ahead of time unless the Fed does something crazy, like indicate they're going to move a quarter and then do something like a half or even three quarter percent, which we did see last time. I think several people expected a bigger move from the Fed. So some of it was priced in, but at the same time, if what happens that everybody's expecting, then usually you're not going to see, oh, rates spike, or even sometimes they might pull back just a little bit. And the reason for that is, again, it's already built in and maybe even built into the point of didn't go up as much or wasn't as bad as they expected. So again, I think everybody should consider an arm. And the reason I say that is 80 plus, even 90% of people don't keep a mortgage 10 years. I think moving forward, people are going to keep mortgages a little longer than they used to because if rates are not falling to the point they were the last two decades, then the opportunity to refinance a mortgage is probably going to be less than it had been. So that's going to cut out several of the refinances. But the good news is you'll have an easier time finding a lender that has time to talk to you when you're buying a house where previously a lot of lenders were so focused on, I'll call it the low hanging fruit, where somebody called them that was their past client wanted to refinance and they just redid a loan application they already had in their system and then they just didn't have time for people. So you ended up having to call three, four or five lenders to even get somebody to call you back. Definitely not the way I work, but hopefully moving forward, you'll have better luck, you know, tracking down a lender. There's probably going to be, unfortunately, some lenders fall out. I've already seen quite a few layoffs and closures in the industry. So at the same time, I think you're looking at a little contraction in the mortgage industry. That also can drive rates. Supply and demand, just like anything else, as you see car prices going up because dealers don't have enough inventory to offer. Mortgages, it's not that there's not enough money to offer, but there's fewer people to offer it. So that actually drives rates higher as well. Competition, you know, supply and demand. If there's fewer people supplying, demand's still there, then lenders see that they can charge more because the competitors just aren't there to take the business away from them. So anyway, just wanted to give a quick shout out to everybody at FR and appreciate you listening to the podcast. Talk to you soon. 